One guest, 10 songs, 10 reasons. Music was my first love on Radio Glamorgan. My guest today is the host of Monday Evenings, powered by Howard Show, and a very, very, very old friend, Howard Jacobson. And we'll hear from him after his first choice, which is from Cliff Richard. Everybody has a summer holiday, doing things they always wanted to. Everyone wants to hear a Cliff song. Very quickly, how long have we known each other? Oh my goodness, probably as long as this. Probably, yeah. That record came out in 1963, so... Well, I'm 1966. I'm about five months younger uh, than Claire, right, so okay. about that long. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, about how many? About 100 years. Yeah, something like that. And you're I looking, know I look like I'm sort of 19. But you're looking good on it. You yeah, really are. Yeah. Um, you're very welcome to this edition of Music Was My First Love. Thanks Tell us about me. your first choice summer holiday. A fan of the singer, the song, the film? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> However, um, this is all about memories, right? Right. So this is the very first single I ever bought when I was a kid. Right. So I remember walking from home, because you, you could do that in those days, yeah. right? Uh, you could actually walk outside the house. Yeah. And um, I was only young, and uh, my parents let me go out with my spending money. I saved up for a few weeks. Were you on Egremont Road or King Coyd Road? By no, then? this is before Cardiff. Oh, this was London, right? This was London. Yeah. So it was Boreham Wood, right? So yeah. I walked up to the local high street, went into Woolworths, and came back with Summer Holiday, which was, everyone was into Cliff at that time. Yeah. It was sort of pre-Beatles, just about. And and I paid seven and sixpence for it, if I remember rightly. Wow, what was is that? that? 75p. <laughs> <laughs> and came back with this, with this record, and that was my first record. So I, I'm not a great fan of Cliff, but I am a great fan of memories. When did you move down to Cardiff? That year. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, that year, so... Um, Bought the record, got in the car and drove Jumped down to Cardiff. Cardiff. <laughs> you've, uh, you've been a volunteer with Radio Glamorgan since 2017. Yes. Uh, and it was through your involvement that I'm now here. But how did you get involved? I got involved because my dad was in the hospital and I used to walk past the window every day. Saw these strange people sort of spinning discs or whatever they do in here because I still can't get my head around it. No. And I thought, you know what, I wouldn't, I'd fancy doing that because um, I've... I'm, I'm into music and I'm involved in the music industry in a strange sort of way. So I thought, right, let's try and find out how I can volunteer. And there you go. Here I am. And like me, you knew Nick as well. I and I knew Nick, so. which was our, our old secretary. Yeah. Uh, before you disposed of him. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working my way up to the top. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I, I, um, uh, I didn't realize Nick was here at the time. But I uh, found out it was him. And I went, oh, Nick, how did I get involved? And then you go on this wonderful sort of journey yeah. um, to learn everything. And it's not just about playing records, of course. It's all, all the other stuff we do, as you well know. Yeah, and you don't realise that un- until no. you get to that, that first meet and greet. You yeah, walk yeah. in thinking, yeah. you're going to be a DJ. Yeah. But there's a lot more to there's it. There's a lot more, and it's wonderful. Your next two choices are a couple of Beatle classics. And first up, tell us about All You Need Is Love. So All You Need Is Love was released in 1967. I remember being on a holiday, a drive, because we used to drive... My parents used to drive us through France and into Italy. Every year we used to do the same thing with another family behind in their, in their car behind. And yeah. we used to throw up every couple of miles because one of us was car sick. Um, and I remember hanging out the window <laughs> and suddenly this track came on. And we, we happened to be going through France. And, of course, there is, um, you know, the French national anthem yeah. thing at the beginning. Yeah. And, I, and I've never forgotten that. So I thought, oh, what's this? This is, oh, this is, this is rubbish. It's the French national anthem. And it turned out, um, it was, and I was, I've always been a massive Beatles fan. And, in fact, this one was the first live 
global length video broadcast of a song. I remember, yeah. yeah. So it went out to uh, something like 400 countries and about 500 million people. And, and it's a great track, and it just brings back memories of holidaying with my parents. <laughs> Have you always been a lover of music? Yeah, I think so, um, especially the Beatles. And by the way, at the end of that, she loves you a bit. I yeah. just love that. Yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah. I always loved music, and I sort of got involved in manufacturing musical instruments for a while, so uh, we supplied quite a few bands and stuff. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was taught quite a lot about, not taught music, but how things work, which is really interesting. And, and all sorts of music, as, as you know from listening to my show. Uh, yes. <laughs> and having to turn off halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> I always use the excuse that I've got to do something halfway through. But, um, you should listen all the way through. Your third choice is the Beatles again. Yeah. Hey Jude. Couldn't resist two Beatles. In fact, I could have had about 20 Beatles songs. So I chose Hey Jude because that is probably one of the best songs by anyone of all times and a sing-along song. And I remember being at a party um, in Cardiff with a load of friends and I was promoted from my age group to their age group to be allowed into this party because right. they were a couple of years older than me and this came on and the whole room changed it's just out it was just out because you know you had to go out and buy the latest yeah. the latest um, disc you know the plastic round things yes, the I hole in the middle yeah. and, um, and we, somebody bought that and put it on and it was the first time I heard of it heard it and the whole room just sung along to it and obviously the chorus so I always remember that first of all for being allowed to to um, get involved in the big party because yeah. I was still quite young and also all the people I was with in that were massive Beatles fans and also be, had been to the Beatles concert in the Capitol Cinema in 1965 I think it was something like that and they were all there and my mum wouldn't let me because I was too young and, I, and um, I, I, that brings back that memory as well, because they were all there going, do you remember that concert we and went you to? And I went, no, I wasn't allowed to go. It yeah. says a lot, since we've been doing these shows, I think everybody's had a Beatles track. Yeah, you got to have a yeah. Beatles track. Of course you are. Hey Jude, don't be afraid. I think there's an unwritten rule in broadcasting that you're not allowed to talk over the end of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> But, but you could sing along with it. Oh, it's fantastic. Tell yeah. me about Powered by Howard. So Powered by Howard is 6 to 8 on a Monday night here on the fabulous Radio Glamorgan. It's a show not to be missed, of course. Of course, yeah. I never do. Lots of different types of music. Eclectic, I think is the word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So quite often you hear a Beatles song on there. But um, you'll hear the latest tunes. So I quite often play about two or three latest tunes. Yeah. Songs that are on albums which haven't been released yet. So I try and do that. And there's a Factor Actor spot, which is amazing facts about whatever I decide to do amazing facts about. So that's included on the show. And, and of course, um, halfway through the show every week, we have a crazy corridor. So we get people dancing outside the studio, to normally disco. So outside the Aroma Cafe. So if you're not doing anything on a Monday night, come along and um, grab a partner. Anyone will do. Your wife, your lover, porter, nurse, anyone. And uh, do a bit of disco dancing and uh, send the videos in yes yeah so when i was doing my training yeah and i came and sat on one show with you somebody out there was dancing with a wheelchair yeah <laughs> <laughs> they were we're not we're not you know we don't mind if they got wheelchairs or crutches or stitches or yeah. plasters of paris or whatever they can still dance they're allowed your fourth choice is from almost an all-star band as among others they feature gallagher and lyle guinness flint and when i'm dead and gone this brings back a memory as well because the beatles were gone more or less, and they split up by then. So I remember going up on a family holiday for Hogmanay to Scotland, which we did 
every year and met this young lady and we're just talking and she said who's your favorite band i thought I don't have one anymore because <laughs> the Beatles are gone. I'll never be the same again. And McGuinness Flint had just released this um, this song, and I said, "McGuinness Flint, they're my favourite." Like <laughs> they 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 um, sung the song. Never did anything worthwhile ever again. No. So they were f- my favourite band for about um, three minutes, <laughs> which is about how long the song lasted for. But it brought back memories because we used to go up there every year as a family and met loads of fantastic people up in Glasgow and kept doing it for years and years and years and more, more people got involved. So it was a great little family memory. And I just remember talking to this young lady. I uh, hope she's not listening, by the way. No. Um, I hope Caroline's not listening. No, it's true. Um, so I just remember that that particular song because they were my favourite band for about three minutes. Your next choice, Howard Benny and the Jets from Elton John. Did you see him during his farewell Yellow Brick Road tour? No, but I've seen him loads of times. Fantastic live, and obviously my sort of teens um, and a bit later, he he was the go-to. Elton John. Yeah. So every track was a winner. Great albums and and great live. So I've seen him. I don't know. I've seen him in Watford in the stadium there once, right, which yeah. is really good. Uh, at least a couple of times in Cardiff. Just loads of times, and he's always been fantastic. Even when he's been moody, he's been fantastic. Well, I saw him um, St David's Hall, seventy nine eighty. Yeah. He was the first superstar to play. Then he just yeah. brought out an album. Where on, I th- uh, it was Blue Eyes was on it. I can't remember what the album yeah, was called, yeah. but on the cover he had a suit and a trilby. Yeah, and yes. we thought he would come on in a suit and a trilby, and yeah. he came on dressed up as Captain Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it or, or as a yeah, as a duck or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's um, and a great writing duo. I love the oh, way they wrote yeah. as well yeah. together, and and his his. I haven't seen the movie by the way. No, um, no, yeah, the Elton John movie, the recent one, and I'm not sure if I want to see it. Because I don't know if it'll spoil my well, memories I, of it. I got put. I remember many years ago, a film came out about Ian Jury, and my mm. brother put me off it and said it shows a bad side of him. And when uh, the guy playing Elton John said that Elton said to him, "You know, I want you to show warts and all," mm. I, I don't really want to see that. That, that yeah, side of maybe Elton not. John. Maybe not. But he, you know, he's a great, he's a great showman. And the track you're going to play, Benny mm. and the Jets. It's always been one of my favourites, although he's got hundreds of tunes that I could say yeah. play one of those. For some reason, this one always, when it came out, it was just a. I think I might have been, I might have been in college at the time, so there's probably some memory that I've got in the back of my mind that says Benny and the Jets is. I don't know what I was doing, maybe in the middle of being expelled or something. <laughs> <laughs> probably what it was, doing something naughty. The story behind this one is my dad was a massive Sinatra fan and I was quite young and this happened in 1975, the story I'm going to tell you about. And um, But I still got Sinatra, I love the swing, yeah. especially the swing It's stuff. very cool as well. Yeah, very cool and the best voice ever and played with really big bands and one day he said, I got tickets um, to see Sinatra in at the London Palladium, you're coming. I thought, wow. And How, um, old, how old did you say you were? How old? Yeah. I was 20. Right. And we went to the Palladium and the curtains opened and there was Count Basie's orchestra with about 50 guys, which was amazing. 
And all of a sudden, this person got up in the middle about halfway through a song and walked down, and it was Sinatra. The feeling for me was you were seeing somebody you weren't meant to see. Yeah, I understand. Especially live, it was some, some... And there were people, there were women, and I know this happened to Tom Jones, going up and throwing their knickers on the stage. <laughs> and, it was just, and Sinatra, I don't know, he was... You know, he wasn't young. He wasn't that young no. then, and it was just the whole the whole concert. And it was it was a concert with him, with the Count Basie Orchestra, who were the best. Yeah, and also Sarah Vaughan. Yes, um, she was part of the show as well. That show, I, I know I've said it about Elton shows, and and I've seen lots of other you know, idols over the over the years. But that was something that was very very special because he very rarely came to the UK yeah. anyway. I think, and um, seeing him live was just the most amazing thing. So I felt privileged to, to get the opportunity. That's to a great him. memory, and it's interesting what you say, and there's not many like it, where you felt you, was, you shouldn't be there. I mean, most mornings I heard my dad singing Sinatra in their bath, yeah. or bathroom. <laughs> um, so that's how I got used to his songs. But, um, but I've, still got, I've still got Sinatra on my um, playlists. Yeah. Um, every now and again, I play him on my show. And he is the best crooner ever. Yeah. And I know there are some crooners out there who think they are as good as him, but they can't know. There's no Sinatra. There's no one like him. And he, he was, you know, he was a rock star when he was, you know, yeah. when he was young. Um, so it was just, yeah. So actually get an opportunity of seeing him live and that, that track is, is one of the best tracks. Yeah. Um, and you just played a live version of it, which yeah. is, you know, I think you can understand how amazing that would have been uh, yeah. to have seen that being played in the Palladium. A song with a beautiful lyric next. Tell us about Alone Again, naturally. So again, Beatles, more or less gone, uh, 1971, but still still wanted to hear good music. Used to go to summer, summer camp at this time with a load of friends, and um, Gilbert O'Sullivan was, became one of the favourites because he was a bit, a bit quirky, a yeah. bit um, folky. And this is just a great song. And again, um, he's put an album out quite recently, and um, not as good as it as I, my, I, I remember it, but still pretty good. And he's a great songwriter. And Alone Again is just one of his best tracks. Underrated, do you think? At, at the time, he wasn't. I don't no. think. No, at the time, at the time, he wasn't. But not everyone was into a solo male singer. So yeah, there's still true. lots of still lots of bands, uh, especially singer songwriters. Possibly a little bit, but I think everyone I knew was into him. Yeah. Um, and um, and he went off a you know quite a few years um and still around now there's a big gap i think for a for a number of years but um my first memory of top of the pops actually was him and the dogs yes well it was the pan's people in the dogs yeah 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 and yeah. i saw a clip of it on youtube a while ago and hadn't remembered that one of the dogs yeah. ran away and his cardigans or whatever yeah well. no and his tank tops tank tops tank and tank tops. yeah yeah feeling any less sound. i promised myself to treat myself and visit a nearby town climbing to I was uh, lucky enough to know both your parents, and you mentioned it briefly with Frank Sinatra, but your dad, I seem to remember, liked his music. Oh, yeah, yeah, I loved his But into that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, into, into the crooner, sort of big band sounds. Streisand yeah. as well, I think. And in fact, um, was when, just before he passed away, um, he took me to St. David's Hall. There was a, I can't remember who was playing there. It was a big band. He said, come on, I, I've, I've got some tickets. Will you come with me? Anyway, two or three days later, he was in hospital. Yeah. So, um, so even up until in, up until then, he was um, he was into his, especially the big bands. Yeah, yeah, loved his music. Your eighth choice on this edition of music was my first love. Is from another great songwriter. You got a friend from Carol King. Same time as Gilbert O'Sullivan. Yeah. This came out, 
again, got to know her songs while I was at a summer camp doing all things silly. And I remember there's a guy there who had um, a 12-string acoustic guitar and he was really quite good, guy from Manchester. And he used to play Carol King tracks. And this is one that everyone sung along to. And it's just a great, great track. And lots of other people recorded it as yes. well, but never as good as her. No. And she, of course, writes for loads of people still. Anyone out there who hasn't heard of Carol King or wants to hear Carol King, just buy the Tapestry, Tapestry. album. Right? One of those, every home should have one album. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So every track is a winner. Yeah. Uh, great, great singer-songwriter. Um, just sits down on the piano, no no frills really. No. Um, but as, as I said, written for loads and loads of other people, and um, great producer of music. And this is this is if you again if you listen to the the lyrics of this, it, it hits home. You just Great production. Yeah, and it, it's so natural, isn't it? Yeah. One of, those, one of those people who can sing and it just comes out. And Like with Sinatra, no effort needed. No, no. no. They're the best ones. Now, since you sent me through your list, I'm intrigued by your ninth choice. It's a 10cc track that I'm not familiar with, but it came from their first album after Godly and Creme left, which also featured Dreadlock Holiday. Mm. So with their incredible back catalogue, why particularly this track? Right, so this is Lifeline, okay? When I met my future wife... Uh, we were commuter lovers. So she lived in London and I lived down in Cardiff yeah. and it became our song. So telephone lines like a yeah. lifeline. So we, you know, we used to see each other every other weekend or I can't remember every weekend or whatever. And when her father used to send her down, you know, with his shotgun. And this is this became our song. So telephone lines like, because it was like a lifeline to us because yeah. we were getting closer and closer and we couldn't see each other every day. So... This this was the telephone was the only way of you know used to in the old days when you had a telephone on the table yes. in, a, in a hall and so you couldn't close speak, all the door yeah yeah couldn't speak privately no no <laughs> you say it first <laughs> <laughs> and at the end love you love you too you know and um, and that's what it was and this 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 was the song that we um, privately held together if you like don't go talking in your sleep no don't go giving it all Now, Howard, your 10th and final choice. We've heard from the man they call the governor earlier, um, <laughs> and now we have the godfather of soul. Yes. I was introduced to funk, because it's really funk, Yeah. It? by another friend of mine, a girl who used to go and um, go around to her house, and whenever I went in there, she was playing funk, James Brown, or, or and I've become a lover of... If I, I've said to you before, I want to do a, an hour's funk one, yeah. one night. And um, this is how I got into funk. So James James Brown um, is the king of funk, and um, still play a lot of lot of funk on my yeah. shows. Um, so I became a great fan of his and and the, and the genre. And you may remember I had a restaurant in Cardiff with live yes. music in it, and we used to have funk bands all the time. You're going to tell me James Brown played? No, not him. <laughs> the Commodores did. Right, the Commodores yeah. played there. Um, Casey and the Sunshine Band. Yeah. Yes, lots of soul type stuff. So, yeah, so became a great fan of, of funk through this young lady who introduced me to it and mainly James Brown. You still enjoy Radio Good Morgan and in particular your show on Monday? Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. So for anyone out there thinking about becoming a volunteer, join in because it's a great way of giving back something, I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we both um, had our parents here. So. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't 
feel, you know, I don't feel that in a situation where somebody should congratulate me for doing anything yeah. like this. But it's a great way of providing enjoyment to, to people. So if anyone, if you make somebody smile just once, yep. then, then you, you, you feel really good. And also because I love music and I've got pretty a job which is pretty... 100 mile an hour to come in here and sit down and play great music. I think it's great music yeah. for a couple of hours a week is, is, is really... Um... Well, my, I will leave you with a quote from your sister. Okay. Uh, uh -oh. Not long after you... I got involved. <laughs> Here we go. She said, it's just perfect for Howard yeah. um, sitting in a box talking to himself. Yeah, that's true. That's, <laughs> yeah, well, that's very true. Hopefully there's somebody else listening yeah. occasionally. But yeah, yeah, she's right. Get up off of that thing and dance to you feel better. Get up off of that thing. You've been listening to Music Was My First Love on Radio Glamorgan, where volunteer Howard Jacobson has been choosing 10 of his favourite tracks. I'm Andrew Wolfe, and join me again soon when another Radio Glamorgan volunteer chooses their favourite tracks on another edition of Music Was My First Love.